generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in and thank you for tuning into the Keep the Change podcast, an audio deep dive of each of the Money Mail lessons. I know that not everybody likes to read and sometimes we like to listen to things, so we're going to go through email number one, have a bit of a deep dive, pull out some of the other lessons from this and just explain a bit further what it's all about. No doubt you'll learn something along the way. Please, if you're tuning in, take a screenshot, chuck it on your Instagram, help spread the message. Execution is the key as always. Don't read, don't listen if you're not going to take any action. Maybe come back when you're ready to. Confronting, but execution trumps talking, trumps thinking every day of the week. So see if you can take some form of action from what you're going about, uh, what you're about to learn, and what you are learning each time you are getting through money mail. So let's jump into week number one. Welcome to the first edition of Money Mail. What an amazing response! Thank you. Gee, I never thought I'd be a storyteller reader person. How good! Maybe I go work at the library. Anyway, I want these to be bite-sized and easy to consume. Something to look forward to each week. I can't promise that you will learn something new every week but I can promise that it won't be the worst thing you read on a Friday. I've seen you scrolling on social media. There's a lot of shit on there. Stick with these lessons and take your learning seriously. Now, where did the name Keep the Change come from? One day last year, I was buying breakfast. Two eggs on toast with salmon. It cost me $19, so I handed over a $20 note, and they went to give me a dollar back. In autopilot, I said, Keep the Change. Something we've all done before, no doubt. I sat down and thought about what made me do that. Part of me wanted the dollar for those niggly coins that we keep in our car. But I've been studying abundance recently and the theory that there is a lot of money in the world and on the planet. Maybe I've been studying it too closely that it started to rub off on me. I didn't need the dollar. I trusted that I would get another dollar soon. That is an important part of learning about money. Whose lessons have rubbed off on you? 
Whose lessons have you decided to be your truth, the things that you believe? If you learn about money from people who have a scarce mindset to money, do you expect yourself to believe that there is an abundance of money out there? If you believe that money is the root of all evil, then what's the story with all these nice people who have quite a bit of money? How come they're still nice people? They seem pretty helpful and pretty keen to use their money to help where they can. Fact. If you're a broke asshole or a rich asshole, you're still an asshole. Human beings are goal-orientated. We are often programmed by the information that surrounds us. We make things real. These are the things that we think, and they become real. We need to be careful who we take our lessons from, and therefore what we are thinking. As we grow up, we pick up on the lessons we hear. You've probably heard a few of these before. Money doesn't grow on trees. The Fonterra's CEO gets paid too much. Don't tell people what you get paid. If I won lotto, I would do X, Y, Z. Rich people are greedy. A penny saved is a penny earned. And on and on and on it goes. Now, none of these things actually help us understand money any better or how it works. So you need to arm yourself with actual knowledge around money. That is your responsibility. The activity for this money mail was to be open-minded and sit down and make some notes about who taught you about money and what you may have learned from them. Do you think money is good or bad? Have a think why you believe that it's good or bad. Personally, I think the best teachers of any subject are the people that have been there and done it. So look for those people you have access to in your life and ask if they will help you. Keep the Change is about believing that there is a better way with money. We don't need to struggle through life and it's okay to want to be on top of our finances and financial literacy. Alright, nice and easy this week, but get ready because next week we've got to get straight into budgeting and there is a spreadsheet involved. I know, I know. Have a good weekend, Luke. Feel free to forward this on to a friend that you think it could help. Now, I think this one went out to 203 readers in week one so 203 people reading about rich assholes was the title i'm sure we've all got things in our life that we've learnt in regards to money that we're now not too sure whether it is true or not and what i was really trying to highlight in this email if we start to dissect it is that these sayings and these things that we get told and that people always go on about the Fonterra CEO gets paid too much and money's the root of all evil and all this stuff. It doesn't help you budget. It doesn't help you figure out how to spend it. It doesn't help you figure out how to invest, how to make more, how to be happier with your money, how to feel okay with it. You know, probably it has the opposite effect almost. If, you, if it's the root of all evil, you're probably going to think, well, if actually, if I get too keen on money, I'm going to be greedy because apparently rich people are greedy and all these types of things. So, you know, those sayings, are they helping us or are they actually holding us back? They're setting us up later in life to think, well, hang on, what, what was that all about? And is it actually teaching us? So maybe, and just maybe, some of those sayings have been excuses for people. They're excuses as to how they haven't gotten on top of their money. So then we like to use those sayings as excuses for our own situations now that might be a little bit confronting, but these 
aren't meant to be easy and they aren't meant to be not confronting, whatever that word is. We're not just going to glide through these. We're going to try and break down some of the things, some of our bad money habits that we've learnt and some of the things that haven't set us up well and go, actually, I don't want to play a part in that. I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to teach my kids that. I'm not going down that path. I'm not complaining all, all the time about money and people that have it and how they're greedy and they don't deserve it and all these things. That's not going to serve me well. That's not going to change my life. So in this email, I'd been studying for quite a while the concept that there's actually a lot of money on the planet because I got taught money doesn't grow on trees. Well, shit, it seems like they can print it pretty quickly. So I'm like, yeah, hey, might not come on trees, but uh, they can just flick a switch and create some more of it. So what the hell's the story there? So I was studying this concept that actually there's a lot of money floating around. And that took me down a rabbit hole of looking into, well, actually, how much money is there? And it's so much that I just don't even really understand it. And now there's even more than there's ever been before. It's floating around. Our job is to figure out how we can get our hands on some of it. And we've got to be able to do something that's then going to exchange what we're doing for that money. We're not going to be able to do that if we're sitting around going, rich people are greedy, people get paid too much, money's the root of all evil, don't get too much money, you can't fall in love with it, you're going to die, or whatever this stuff is that people go on about, and it keeps us away from it. So, you know, first grasp that there is actually a lot of money on the planet. Otherwise, you wouldn't read stories about people becoming millionaires, billionaires, and all these different things. They've obviously figured out how to get some of it, and I'm sure you can too. Now, of course, people like to donate money to things that they care about as well. And that's where I don't understand the concept of that rich people are all greedy. And as I've gotten to meet and network with some of these people that have a lot more money than I do, and that growing up as a young fellow that I even thought was possible for someone to have, I've realized that most of them are no different to you and I. They've just done extraordinary things or done all the things that we know you need to do, like working hard and exchanging a lot of value in the marketplace and being rewarded for that. And a lot of them are very, very, very giving, philanthropic. How big is that word? Philanthropic. And they like to give and they donate to things that they care about. And they're actually really nice people. And I'm sitting there going, well, shit, man, I thought you were supposed to be an arsehole because I got taught that all rich people were greedy. What's going on here? You know, what are you, what are you hiding? This, this can't be real. What do you really like? So that's confusing in itself. I'm like, hey man, stop being so nice with your money. What are you doing? This is weird. So be careful of the different types of things that you learn and have a think about what you have learned. Be careful about who you take your financial advice from and the sayings that they teach you and that you've picked up and identify them when you say them back to people where you hear other people say them to you and go, hmm, is that even true? People that we learn from are usually going to teach us from their experience. Sometimes that's completely fine. But if you want to chase down 10 people who have never figured out how to make much money in their life or come to, come to peace with it, they're probably going to teach you the same theories, strategies and sayings that they've used their whole lives. If you don't want to go down that path, you've got to pick other people. So find some people that potentially have a life that you may want and can you go and talk to them and go, hey, how, how'd you do that? How'd you get three houses? How does that work? Are you a greedy asshole? 
are you? Learn from people that you admire and that maybe you want to be like and study their paths. Maybe you can't get straight access to them, but see what you can find on the internet. See if you can find how they've got from where they were to where they are. And we all get attracted to those stories of people coming out of hardship and rising up and ending up with a lot. And there's always a lot to learn in those stories. So if maybe that's where you came from, then find people like that that can inspire you too. Because it's going to do a whole lot better for you than studying rich people are greedy. Oh, the bloody Fonterra CEO again. Can't believe it. He gets to free. He gets to drink free milk every day and he gets paid $17 billion a year. It's disgusting. You know, what's that going to do for you? Nothing. So avoid all those money sayings, excuses. They're not going to help you. Have a think about them when you hear them and just go, right, do I believe this? Do I want to peddle that myself? And just try to identify who who it is that's saying those types of things to you and where you're learning them from because there's a high chance that they're not going to serve you well. So hopefully you learned something in money mail number one. There are a number of stories I could tell of people trying to teach me about the bad and the evil of money and I'm sure you've got them too and I'm sure you've got some examples of things that you just know flat out isn't true as you've gotten a bit older or as you've started to get into budgeting and gone, gee, these sayings didn't help. This was this email was designed to get us thinking about whether it's any good for us to dwell on some of these sayings and to use them ourselves, to teach ourselves them, and to reach, uh, reteach other people around us. So thank you for tuning in again. If you could give this a little five-star review or forward it on to a mate if you think it's going to help them, I would love that. I want to try and get this content in front of 100,000 New Zealanders, and that's going to take a whole lot more effort than just me writing emails and sending out podcasts to different people. So if there's one of these that really helps you, then do me a favor, pay it back by getting it in front of somebody else that's really going to help them and their life. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one.